Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Convos with Conway. I'm super excited to do this one. Why? Because this is an idea that I have. I think it's going to be super fun. It's going to make for some interesting episodes, some lively quote-unquote debate, if you will. This episode is going to be the first in a long-running series that I call Conway's Top 10 Blank. The blank is necessary in this title. Why? Because the top 10 list isn't always going to be the same. I'm going to do different topics. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now, today's topic is going to be Conway's Top 10 Restaurants. Why? Because I love food. And what better way to start a top 10 list than with restaurants? Little heads up, just so you guys know, for the next top 10, probably not going to be next episode, probably not going to be for another couple of episodes, I'm going to put on my Instagram story a question, like one of those questions where you can ask questions, people can answer it, uh, on the Instagram story for this podcast page, I'm going to put on there, what do you want the next top 10 to be? Now I'm going to let you guys pick. Yes, you, the faithful listener, all, however many there are of you, I don't know. So that way you guys can decide what you want to hear, and I can give you guys more content of what you like. Also, please continue to give me reviews. If there's something that you would like for me to do differently, some constructive criticism that you would like me to do, I highly welcome that. I want to do make this the best I can for you guys, for you people who do listen, so you guys can enjoy it more and get a nice, good experience out of this. This is something just for fun, like, you know. This isn't meant to be taken seriously or anything like that. It's just for fun. And I want to make this as fun for you guys as I possibly can. Another thing. Uh, please share this with other people. I want everybody to experience what it's like to be inside my head. It's definitely a very scary thought. But I just share this podcast with other people. Like, just screaming out, Everybody needs to listen to Convos with Conway. <sighs> Don't be afraid to share how you truly feel. I want to share this as many people as I possibly can. That's why I promote the Instagram page so much. And I ask you guys to share. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to, if you think Conway. Stop trying to make us your free advertising. Well, I'm a broke college kid. I need free advertising. So please feel free to share with whomever you would like to share with. Like I said, we are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. There are other ones that I'm on. I don't quite remember the name is, but the important thing is we are on Spotify. I am on Spotify. This podcast is on Spotify. Share it people who like Spotify. Who listen to Spotify. Who use it. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. This is not a Spotify app. Anyways, please feel free to share. Check out from the Instagram story after this episode is published to uh, voice your opinion for what the next top 10 should be. Be on the lookout for that, and I hope you guys enjoy. We're going to dive right in. Conway's top 10 restaurants. There's definitely a mixture of fast food and, as I call them, sit-down restaurants. Definitely a wide variety. Some local, some local to Starkville, some local to where I'm from. Uh, a lot of uh, national change. National chains, like chain restaurants, uh, but are still great. And we're going to get started right now with number 10, Taco Bell. I know a lot of people don't like Taco Bell, and I don't understand why. I mean, some people are like, it's not Mexican food. No, it's not Mexican food. If I want a Mexican food, I go to a Mexican restaurant. This is what if I want something cheap 
and different. I mean, do you know how much stuff they have come up with at Taco Bell that is extremely intuitive, like that naked chicken chalupa? They literally made a shell out of chicken. And also, Taco Bell breakfast is actually pretty good. Their AM Crunch Wrap, you probably, you cannot go wrong with that. I mean, there's a whole hash brown in the Crunch Wrap. I mean, like, what the heck? I love Taco Bell. My go-to for Taco Bell is typically a chicken quesadilla, soft taco, no lettuce, sour cream with Mountain Dew. It's typically the go-to. Or I'll do whatever. You know, they have the $5 box that they tend to change out every now and then. I'll typically go with that depending on the mood that I'm in. I think now it's like the $5 toasted cheddar chalupa, which is essentially like a big old cheese it for the shell. And I haven't had, I didn't try that, but I have full intentions of trying that before it goes away. Number nine, cookout. When I first tried cookout, I did not get the point because I was just like, it's just food. But the more I started eating cookout, the more I actually enjoyed it. The cookout tray, you cannot go wrong with the cookout tray. Go-to meal, cookout tray. Big double burger, either out west or keto style. I prefer the out west. I think it tastes good and kind of brings it all together. Either out west or cheddar style with a chicken quesadilla and whatever other side I want to go to, like whatever side I want for that day. The white cheddar cheese bites, you cannot go wrong with their white cheddar cheese bites. It's like, it's essentially popcorn mozzarella sticks, if that makes sense. Still amazing. Like, so good. I wish they gave you marinara sauce to dip it in because that would be, oh, heavenly. And also, their milkshakes, they need to change they need to change it because it's not it's straight up ice cream like show me one person who has the throat muscles to be able to actually drink that milkshake through a straw i have to eat it with a spoon the first time i tried to drink one of those milkshakes through a straw i'm pretty sure i drank some of my lawn because i was so thick so thick number eight umis for those of you non-native to Starkville, Mississippi, or the Golden Triangle region, Umi's is a Japanese-style restaurant. They have a hibachi and they have a sushi side. This is the first place I have ever tried sushi, and I have found out that I actually enjoy sushi. It doesn't taste that bad. Like, you know, all it really, really tastes is the rice. But I enjoy sushi. Uh, their fried, their fried rice, their steak fried rice, chicken fried rice. Ooh. Cannot go wrong. Usually we'll always get that. Haven't gotten sushi that much. Sushi can be expensive, but every now and then, whenever I got the extra money, I'll splurge for a sushi roll. It's a nice. Good place to go. Number seven, Cheddars. Not many people have heard of Cheddars. There's one in Valdosta, Georgia, where I'm originally from. I don't know how to describe it. They call it, it's casual dining. That's what they say. Uh, they're not really like a specific genre of food. Is genre the right word? I'm mean, genre of food. They're not a specific food genre. Uh, they have a little bit of everything. They have pasta, burgers, sandwiches, different things like that. Um, it's still good. Highly good. Highly recommend. Um, if you're ever in Velocity or if you ever want to find one, go look one up. They are pretty good. The best thing that they have is their... Texas cheese fries. 
those fries are so good. They smother them suckers up in cheese and bacon, and they give you ranch to dip it in. Oh, my gosh. You don't want to dip in the ranch. You want to pour the ranch on them fries and eat them straight up. Oh, so good. As far as entrees goes, it really kind of depends on what kind of just depends. Like, I've never – there was one time where I got a – what was it? Chicken Alfredo, I think that's what it was, and I didn't realize that half of it was carrots and broccoli, and I got it, and I looked at it, and I was like, this is all carrots and broccoli, and if anybody knows me, I am not a vegetable person, obviously, so I was highly disappointed when I went to go dive in, and the first thing I picked up was a big old chunk of carrot in my Chicken Alfredo. Was not a fan, but still. Number six, Subway. Now, I know this is a hot topic, and some people are like, Conway, all subs are the same. No, there's just something about Subway, something about what they do, that makes it taste better. First of all, I don't know any other place that you can go that would give you Italian herbs and cheese, the best kind of bread that's ever existed. <laughs> go to at Subway. Kind of depends. I've been getting the cold cut combo a lot recently, just because it tastes pretty good and you can put a lot more toppings on there. Um, Either the cold cut combo with American cheese and just whatever toppings I feel like that day. Most of the time I go with uh, spinach, peppers, a little bit of mayo, a little bit of mustard, uh, some onions. What else? What else do I usually get on that sucker? Oh, toasted. Always, you always got to get it toasted. For those people who don't get their subs toasted, abomination. All of you. You always get the sub toasted. Why? Because if you get the sub toasted, then the cheese melts. And then you get, you get this, the nice stringy cheese. And when you bite into it, you pull back and there's this huge mile-long string of cheese right in there. Sandwich. Oh, my gosh. I want one now. You always got to get it toasted. What else? Do I, not tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. Uh, don't really know. Well, so, you know, it kind of depends on how I feel on that day. Um, either that, or I'll get the meatball marinara, mozzarella cheese, just that, toasted, toasted, of course. You can never really go wrong, you can never go wrong with a classic meatball marinara. Oh, foot long, I can devour, oh man, I really want Subway. I should not have done this, this was a bad idea. Anyways, going down into the top five. My top five favorite restaurants. Some of you guys might think number five is a little controversial or might date me as actually a 70-year-old man. Number five, Cracker Barrel. I am upset that the closest, the closest Cracker Barrel to me is 30 minutes away, and I've only been to it once since I have been living in Starkville going to Mississippi State. It is in Columbus, Mississippi. About 30 minutes away. I wish I would go there more. Southern style cooking is one of my favorite genres of food. And they just do such a good job. First of all, their pancakes. Man, they cook their pancakes just right to where like there's a little bit of crunch in it. And then the inside is just fluff. Their syrup is good. I like hot take. I like that they give you the syrup warmed up. That's probably the only time that I actually eat warm syrup. Most of the time, either fridge or room temperature, but that's the only place where I'm okay with warmed up syrup. Why? Because what the syrup does is when it's warmed up, it's not 
it's less viscous. It has less of a viscosity to it, and it's more like a liquid than it is a syrup. So you pour it on the pancakes, and it seeps into the pancakes. So then when you go to bite the fluff, you get syrup mixed in with there, too. Man, alive, so good. Um, hash brown casserole for Cracker Barrel. If I could eat just that for an entire meal, I'd be okay with it. I struggle so much because I love one of my favorite things about Cracker Barrel is their sides, the side options that they give you hash brown casserole, mac and cheese, fried okra. <sighs> my problem is not choosing all carbs <laughs> when I go to a side. One time, me and my family went to Cracker Barrel. And I was like, I'm going to get hash browns and mac and cheese. And my older sister, Caitlin, cough, cough, heifer, said, you can't get two carbs for your side. That was the closest I've ever gotten to getting an assault charge in my entire life. I almost leapt across that table and choked her because of the atroc atrocious abomination of words that just came out of her mouth that you can't get two carbs as a side. Obviously, she got my mom's Chicago blood in her, and what she doesn't understand is that all southern sides are carbs. So it is not southern food if you do not have multiple carbs on your plate. So, Caitlin, if you listen to this right now, next time we're at Cracker Barrel, I'm going to get hash brown casseroles and mac and cheese, and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Number four. Porto del Sol. Porto del Sol is the local Mexican restaurant of my town, Nashville, Georgia, where I graduated high school. Gonna go ahead and let you guys know, probably for my next podcast episode, I'm gonna talk about Nashville, Georgia, and what it was like to grow up in rural South Georgia. Obviously, it's made an impact on me tremendously. But anyways, Puerto del Sol is the local Mexican restaurant of Nashville, Georgia. One of the local Mexican restaurants, and obviously the better one of the two. I have been to all three Mexican restaurants here in Starkville. Mi Hacienda, Casa Brava, and La Terraza. I have also been to several other Mexican restaurants in Georgia. And I have yet to find one that seems to top my experience with Puerto del Sol. I don't know why. I, I always under the assumption that most Mexican restaurants will serve you the same style, like will serve you the same food, like same dishes, of course, cooked in a different style. Not saying all Mexican restaurants are the same, because they're not. But it was essentially all the same dishes cooked in their own style. And for some reason, I crave Puerto del Sol more often than I do like La Terraza. My favorite Mexican restaurant here in Starkville. Lata Terraza is number two, but Puerto del Sol is number one. Lata is not on this list because I... I didn't want to have multiple Mexican restaurants on here because that wouldn't have been fair. I love Mexican food. Oh, I am developing a taste for jalapenos, and that is exciting. So, Puerto del Sol. I don't know what it is. I also have a theory about Mexican restaurants. My theory is that if they serve you the food and the plates are of varying color, that Mexican food is going to taste better than if you went to a restaurant and they just served it to you on a basic white plate. 
think about it for a second. How many times have you gone to a Mexican restaurant and they gave you your food on a white plate and then go to a completely different Mexican restaurant and then they gave you the exact same dish on a color plate? There is a difference. For some reason, color-plated Mexican restaurants taste better than just white-plated Mexican restaurants. I don't know what it is, and if you think I'm wrong, let's go to a Mexican restaurant here in Starkville, and we'll we'll go to the one one of the ones that serves color, La Terraza. They serve it on color dishes. We'll go to the one, find the dish that you can find either at Mi Hacienda or Casa Brava, and taste them. And I am telling you, because they serve it on a colored dish, it tastes better. And the more rustic that that colored dish serves, that kind of depends. The how rustic it looks or how old and genuine it looks, like it's been used for a while, kind of depends on the Mexican restaurant because there are some that have like plates that look like they just came fresh out of the box and taste amazing. And then there's other some that have like plates that look like they might have been used with Noah on the Ark and don't taste that good. So I'm not going to say that how the older the plate or the more rustic the plate looks, the better it tastes because that's not necessarily true. But if the Mexican restaurant doesn't serve you food on a colored plate, get out. Number three, Waffle House. Let me tell you something. My favorite meal, my favorite meal time is breakfast. Breakfast food is hands down the best food that there ever is and wherever will be. Nothing will be able to top breakfast food. Waffle House specializes in breakfast food. Waffle is literally in the name. You cannot think of anything else besides breakfast food when you go to Waffle House. Waffle House is better than IHOP. Waffle House is better than Denny's. Waffle House is better than Huddle House. (laughs) Waffle House reigns supreme of all of them. All-Star Special. Waffle with bacon, hash browns, covered and chunked with cheese and ham on them. (sighs) You cannot go wrong with some great quality Waho. It's amazing. My mouth is watering thinking about it right now. Thinking about that golden waffle. Also, hot take. Waffles are better than pancakes. Why? Because waffles... Whereas pancakes, they do seep into the pancake. Waffles have the little pockets so that it catches the syrup. So not only does it seek into the waffle, it catches it. And it keeps it there for a better quality experience, syrup experience. <sighs> Love Waffle House. Number two. We're getting down to it, y'all. The, this... It was super easy for me to come up with number one, but coming up with number two and number three, trying to put these trying to put these together was a hard hard choice. So number three was Waffle House. Number two, Chick-fil-A. When I was younger, we didn't eat Chick-fil-A that much because my dad didn't like it. But now that I am my own man, 
and independent. I eat Chick Fil A a lot more. I love Chick Fil A, and not even just because of the customer service. Like, don't get me wrong, their customer service is top notch, top of the game. It's just the fact is, they do. I don't know what they do to their chicken, but it tastes so good, and they're. Dipping sauces. I have yet to find a dipping sauce of better quality, and has given me more of an urge to just take my to just drink it like a shot. I will be totally honest with you guys. Sometimes, whenever they gave me an ex like Chick Fil A sauce, Chick Fil A sauce is the best sauce on their menu. I'll be honest with you guys. I, whenever they have good, sometimes they give me an extra Chick Fil A sauce that I didn't need. Sometimes I open it and I, <laughs> I drank that sucker. I ate it like pudding. I am not. I am not ashamed. It's so good. The waffle fries, great. Waffle fries are not my favorite type of fry. My favorite type of fry is probably curly fries, but waffle fries are definitely number two. And their waffle fries are so good. Their mac and cheese that they just added. <sighs> I'm convinced that when they made that mac and cheese recipe, what they did is they went to the most southern part of every single southern state that they could. They found the oldest grandma that they could possibly find. They found her recipe, and they combined all the recipes together into this mac and cheese. This mac and cheese was so good. The first time I got it, I got I I accidentally got a large mac and cheese, and that sucker was good. I was like, "Dang, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to eat all this mac and cheese." I gladly, I, I gladly proved myself wrong. I ate that whole sucker. Oh, it was so good, so good. It was so creamy, and they were like, there was cheese on top of it, so like you could. You had a little bit of cheese in too, cheese sprinkled on top, and it was just, it was so creamy and <sighs> I will if I ever do find myself in a stage of life to where I can get married and Chick-fil-A is still around at that point. <sighs> I hope my wife understands that I will propose to her with a tub of mac and cheese. Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. Here, here's my proposal idea right now. We're gonna go to Chick-fil-A. Gonna get a large mac and cheese. She's gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna put my ring in there. She's gonna come back. We're gonna open it. She's gonna say ring. I'm gonna get down one thing. I'm gonna say, it would be my pleasure if you could become my wife. And then like, she's already said yes. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that proposal right there. So if future Miss McNeil is out there, just so you know, this is how you're getting proposed to and you're not gonna take my mind. Finally, we have reached the Pinnacle, my favorite restaurant of all restaurants. Numero uno, number one, Conway's top restaurant, Texas Roadhouse. If you have never experienced the establishment that is Texas Roadhouse 
How are you even alive? Texas Roadhouse is so great. What makes Texas Roadhouse so great? First of all, the times that I there's a Texas Roadhouse in Valdosta, Georgia, where I'm from, and the amount of times that I have been, there have been very, very few times where I have gotten a steak that did not meet my standards. And even if it did not meet my standards, it was by a slight margin of error. To the point to that it was almost indistinguishable. Their steak, they do a good job with their steak. <sighs> the bread and butter of Texas Roadhouse is literally their bread and butter. Texas Roadhouse rolls and the cinnamon butter. I will be honest. Sometimes I am just taking the butter and eat the butter. I've done it before. I'm not afraid to admit my my arteries probably look like Atlanta traffic at about five o'clock, but worth it. The cinnamon butter and the rolls. The rolls by itself are pretty good rolls. Like they're hot and they're buttery. And they're like, they're really light. There was one time, however, we, I did get some burnt rolls and I was not happy with it. But other times, usually they're just like little, they're little pillows that you can just squeeze in them. I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. I'm really excited. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to Georgia over my fall break. And me and my best friend are probably going to go to Texas Roadhouse like we usually do. We always go to Texas Roadhouse and I'm going to eat the mess out of some rolls and cinnamon butter. In that butter, you just put it on that roll and you just take that bite. And it's like the cloud got dusted with snow. Sweet, sweet, savory snow. That just adds a little bit more sparkle to the light fluffiness that is the roll. And you swirl it around your mouth, covering every taste bud. And you don't want to swallow it. And you just want that taste to remain in your mouth forever. You want the savory of the roll and the sweet of the cinnamon butter just flowing back and forth together in your mouth for all eternity. I have never described something. I have not. I have. I have written essays, college essays, with worse imagery than that. Like that's straight. That tops all the essays that I ever wrote for Comp One and Comp Two. I have never described something to that much detail before. I hope you guys understand how much I love Texas Roadhouse now. So, that does it. For this episode of Convos with Conway, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you think I am wrong about any of these decisions, or any of these choices, well, they're my restaurants, not yours. You don't have to eat there. But, I will be civil. I will discuss with you which ones are better and which ones are not. Maybe I will sway you to my side. 
Maybe I will not. Regardless, I hope you all enjoyed. Like I said before in the beginning, be on the lookout for that poll in the Instagram story to vote for what you want the next Conway's Top 10 blank to be. And share this with everybody you know. Share it with your mama. Share it with your daddy. Share it with your grandma. Share it with your grandpa. Share it with everybody. Get the word out there. The Conway's with Conway is on the air. And, like always, haters gonna hate, players gonna play, and ballers gonna ball. I will see y'all next time.